The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Welcome, beloved saints of God. Welcome to today's message. And the topic for today's message is Jezebel in the home. But before we get into this message, let us pray. Most kind, righteous, and everlasting Father, Lord, we give you thanks and praise for another day, my Father. Another day that we have life, another day that we have health and strength. We thank you for all the wonderful things that you have done in our lives, my Father. All that we have, all that we own, my God, was given to us by your mighty hands. You are the great provider, Lord. You keep us, you shelter us, you protect us, my God, because you are our Father and we are your children. My God, as we are about to study your words right now, my Jesus, may the anointing flow, my God. May revelations comfort, my Father. Holy Spirit, may you lead as I follow you. Oh, you are the great teacher who, who leads us into all truth. My God, as we're about to take on this study right now, Lord, I pray that you will send forth your word sharper than the two-edged sword, my God, and that it may cut and devour my Jesus, and it may convict my Jesus, all those who are living in this sin right now, my God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you may separate, you may cut, and set your children free from this binding spirit, my Father. Let your will be done, my God. Glorify your whole name, Lord Jesus. This is what I ask in your name. Amen. So, the topic for today's message is... Jezebel in the home all right and we're going to be looking at a few Bible verses that is going to um, we're going to use to establish this message so you everybody know about this woman or this spirit that is cause that is called Jezebel and so we know that she she calls herself she says she's a prophetess so most of the times when um, this person this spirit is operating in the home most of the time she is a woman she claims that she is a prophetess a woman of God so you will find these women who are in the churches who are doing the work of the Lord claiming to do the work of the Lord but yet they are the head of their house they rule their family they lead their husband and it is not so so when you see that you know that even though they, she claims that she is a prophetess she is doing the work of the Lord it, it is contrary to the word of God because the word of God says that we women 
we should submit ourselves to our husband as unto the Lord. So if she is is if if a woman of God is being led by the Holy Spirit, she knows that she cannot lead her husband. She knows that she cannot be the head of her household because she has to submit herself to her husband as how she submits to the Lord. We know we have to submit to the Lord. We have to obey. We have to kneel before him because he's Lord over us. And the same way that we kneel and bow to God, we have to bow to our husband our husbands ladies we have to so this spirit right now it's in the churches and it's in the homes because this spirit is a leading controlling manipulative spirit and the, the, the the agenda is being pushed by the elites where you see feminists everyone that pushes this agenda say that saying that they're a feminist they are controlled by this spirit no woman should be feminist this is wrong but you see ladies going out and acting as if they are the breadwinner for their families and pushing their 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 partners in the background pushing their their husbands away in the background and standing up as if they are the man in the household that is wrong it's not supposed to be like that. So today we are going to be looking at this spirit that is in a lot of homes. So the first Bible verse that we want to look at is Ephesians 5 verse 22. All right. Ephesians 5 verse 22. And it says, Wives, Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. So the husband and wife combined together symbolizes Christ and his church. So, you know, the, the, the husband symbolizes Christ and the wife is the church remember that the wife is called the bride so the wife is the, the is like the church right so a wife cannot be head of the husband just as how Christ is the head of the church so the church cannot lead the Lord the Lord has to lead the church so that's how it is saints of God and he says therefore as the church is subject unto Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Everything. So we have to submit to everything to our husbands. That's how it is. That is the word of God. Because it was first Adam that was created and then Eve. So how do you want to be be ahead of your husband when Adam was created first when Adam symbolizes Christ when you are the church and Christ is the head of the church right so even in the marriage you have a symbolism of Christ and his bride because the man the husband symbolizes Christ and we the women symbolizes the church so we cannot lead the husband we have to sub sub um submit ourselves to the leading of our spouses 
We have to do that. We cannot lead them. We cannot act as if we are ahead of them. We cannot push them in the background. We cannot be bullies to them. We have to submit to them everything. The Bible says, the word of God says, subject unto Christ. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. All right. The next verse, husbands, <clears throat> love your wives. I'm going to, that is another message all by itself i'm not going to touch that today today we are dealing with the females all right so we as women of god we have to submit ourselves to our husbands and even if we are a christian <clears throat> and our husbands are sinners lost in the world that not that does not give us an excuse or an okay above God's words to lead them. That does not mean that they should be in the background. No, because it's that, that man is still your husband. So as you, that's where the Jezebel spirits try to come in and take over the woman of God. Because when a woman is going to church and her, and her husband is a sinner, right in her mind she knows everything about the lord she knows this she knows that so most of the time she becomes a leader because she does not want her sinful husband a lost husband in the world to tell her anything and so she becomes this holy person that does not want her husband to lead she wants to lead because she knows god and she believes that she can lead the family in the way that God wants that family to go. But it is not like that. God does not care about that. He only cares that his word that he has spoken is being done in the family. He doesn't care if your if your if your if your if your husband is, is a sinner. He does not want you to lead the family. He does not want that because when we do that we are going against his word. So even if a woman of God has a husband who is in the world and she starts to behave as if her husband is, a, is lost, you know, and most times they don't want their husbands to be saved. They don't pray for their husbands to be saved. So they just leave them because they want to dominate. They want to control. They want to lead every decision has to pass through their hands no ladies that is wrong he doesn't give you an excuse that you're serving God for you to lead your husband for you to dominate you have to set aside and you have to allow him to be the man of the house he is the king of the house you have to treat him as the king right you have to do your duties for him that's how it is. We are called to submit, right? Remember that after Adam, after Eve sinned, you know, the Lord judged her. He said that her, um, that, um, her only, what did it say again? Said that um, her husband will rule over her and she, her only, I can't remember the word, but her, her, her only pleasure would be yes 
to, will be for her husband and her husband will rule over her because she sinned. So we have to submit to our husbands, ladies. We can lead them. We can be the head of the house. We can make big decisions and then not, um, not, not invite our, you know, not tell our husbands about it. We have to wait on him because that is his role. <clears throat> that is his role in the family, right? So that is his role in the family. And whenever you see a woman that loves to control, that loves authority, that woman most of the time is attracted to soft men, men who can stand up for themselves. So the Jezebel spirit is a combining spirit. They are combining. It is two. So when you see a woman that is operating in the Jezebel spirit, normally there is a Hayab spirit because we know of Jezebel's husband. And Jezebel's husband was a weak man, right? The Lord hates a weak man. God didn't create men to be weak. We are the weaker vessel. So whenever you see a woman that operates in a Jezebel spirit, 150% of the time is that her husband is very weak is very weak and soft and this is what the Jezebel spirit like because if a man is weak then this spirit can control another way and do whatsoever she wants if you read the 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 the, the, the scriptures about Jezebel and her husband you will see how domineering and controlling this woman was that she 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 or whatever she said her husband what had to agree with it he was such a weak childish man and so whenever you see a woman that is operating in this spirit a hundred and fifty times her husband is also operating in a weak spirit a, a, a spirit that is not masculine a soft spirit that is um, a man who who wants to be to be led by a woman right a, a man who is okay for his wife to lead the family most men are not like that most men look look at the nature of men how they were created to rule to 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 to, to stand up right to protect right so we, 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 as women, we were created to love, to nurture, to comfort. These are two, these are different, um, characters that the Lord has given to, to each, to each gender. So we cannot be domineering and, and controlling. That is a man's job. We, we, we were made to comfort, right? To, to, to love and to nurture. That is what we should be doing. So we are going to be looking at another verse. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. Alright. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. He says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. 
All right. So here the Bible is establishing again that the head of the of the woman is the man and so the head of the family is the man the head of the marriage is the man just as how Christ is the head right and and God he says that let's read again but i would have you know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God so here they're establishing you know the head of how um authority and and how decisions are have, have, are coming down right because the head of the your husband is Christ and your husband is the head of you right so that's how it is so it is god it is christ it is your husband and then it is the wife that's how it goes so authority comes down to us we are at the bottom so you we can lead right it doesn't matter if your husband is 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 giving you a, um 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 direction that you know is not you cannot stand up and say oh la 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 and cuss and you cannot you know push him in the back right i'm not saying that we cannot voice our opinions because i'm a woman as well right i'm a strong willed person but the lord has to change me from that he had to show me that no that is not how it goes right i'm i'm quick to i was quick to respond you know to 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 reply back and all those things but women we have to know that we have to hold our tongue at times because most of the time when you have a man that is very <laughs> very full of um what should i say no he's a he's a real man when you have a, a a partner that is a real man there are certain things that we as women when we voice our opinions they don't listen right so this is what causes problems in the marriage because when they are they they are strong willed they don't want us to say anything or to guide them in any way and most of the times they are wrong but we cannot push down and make authority if you have that kind of person in your marriage then it is going to be war because if you are strong willed and that person is strong willed what is going to happen when there is um 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 uh difficulty in making decisions it's going to be problems so we even though we have to submit we have to learn the holy spirit has to teach us to be submissive to our husband to submit and there are times when we have to swallow whatsoever we have we want to say right there are times when we allow them even though we know that what they're doing is wrong we we say okay go ahead and then when they see that it is a mistake you know they will then turn around and say what you know i should have done this i should have done that but the more wives the more we draw to closer to god the more he changes us and so those moments and strong willed in making decision those things will slowly melt away and that character that rough character of your man will god will trip that away because he sees your heart if you want to be obedient in the word of god and he knows that you have a strong willed man a man that is rough a tyrant in the home as every man should be 
When the Lord sees and you praying, crying out to him, he will soften the heart of that man. So because he doesn't want us to lead and to be filled with Jezebel's spirit, he will then not say change the man, but soften the heart of the man so that it, it can be fear. Because I'm not saying that we cannot speak. We don't have rights. Yes, we do. But we don't have the right to lead the family, to govern. We don't have authority, right? We don't wear the pants in the home, right? We don't do that. And so when you see women who are working, right, they tend, if they work more money than their husbands, they tend to be the boss. You're not the boss. You're not the boss of your home. You cannot lead your husband, right? You cannot, you cannot spew authority over them. You cannot speak to them as you please. Your husband is not your boy. Most women, they, they treat their husband as, 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 as if he's their, their pet boy. It doesn't work like that. And if you're going to church, you should know these things. As Christian women, we can lead our husbands. We can govern them. We can have authority over them. We have to be at the bottom, right? That's how it is. It is God, Christ, your husband, and then you. We are at the bottom. We are created to nurture, to love, and to hold the family. The man, he governs the family. He leads, and it doesn't matter if he's in the world right he is still a man so you as a woman of god you cannot lead to say use the word of god as excuse to say you know the right thing no you have to let him lead and so it is in the churches most people come with this bible verse saying that um women should not um teach in the church first timothy um, 2 verse 11 to 15. Let's see if we can find it first. First Timothy 2 verse 11 to 15. So you hear people saying that, oh, a woman, women should not um, speak and women should not teach. Right? So 1 Timothy 2, verse 11 to 15. And the Bible says, Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp, I don't know how to say that, authority over the man, but to be in silence. So most people always, most men, always use this because they twist the word of God and say that a woman should always keep quiet a woman shouldn't teach a woman shouldn't this a woman shouldn't that that is wrong and when they say this they are abusing the authority that God has given to you when I see pastors do this in their churches they, they lower the grade of women and they trample upon the grade but you have to remember that the bride of Christ is a woman it she repre we represent the bride of God right so we you cannot stand on our and push us into the ground because I see that all the time oh women should not should should not teach women should not this but they twist the word of God to their suiting and put more authority on themselves and push us into the ground and the Lord is angry about that the Lord is very angry 
about that because remember the Bible says that husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. That means you have to be willing to give your life for your wife just as our Christ died for the church. They never touch this part. They just tell us that we should submit to, to, to them. But they twist and push us and say that we cannot um, teach. And you have women who are called by God, who believe these things and they are afraid to speak. They are afraid to, to push the kingdom of God while men are in, while most of the time men are in, in the world. So we have to take up the baton. That does not mean that we cannot lead. The Bible says that we should teach. He says that let the woman learn in silence without subjection. So this means that when you are in a body, right, in the body of Christ, there is a man over you, a pastor. It means that you, we as women have to be silent so we cannot teach and behave as if we are the pastors. So the pastor in the church is the head and the women, they have to submit to that man they have to submit to that leading so when they speak we listen and so we we learn from them but that does not mean we should keep keep quiet and not teach the word of God because God is calling a lot of women a lot of women are in the Bible look at Esther right look at all the powerful women in the Bible if God did not want women to do their work and their calling no woman would be in the Bible and that would not be right. That would not be fear. So when the Bible says that let woman learn in silence with all subjection, it means that in a church, a, 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 a pastor who teaches, we should learn. We should not stand up and behave as if we are teaching the man. That's how it is. We should not act as if we know all things and are teaching the man. Because remember, it was Adam who was first created and it was Eve who was deceived. So maybe in translating or interpreting the scriptures, we cannot interpret it as good as a, as a man because the woman was first deceived. So he says that, but I suffer not a woman to teach. It says, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. So here the Bible says that we should not. The word usurp means to take a position of power. So in the church, a woman should not wear, a woman should not take position or power over a pastor. So when you go to a church and you see a pastor th that, that is in the background and you have a woman pastor, that's not supposed to be. We can teach, right? But we cannot lead a congregation, right? A woman cannot lead a congregation. A man has to do it. But it does not mean, men, that women should sit down and keep quiet and keep their mouth shut. It does not mean that. When you do that, you're twisting the word of God. It means that in a church, a woman cannot govern the authority of a church with a man at the back, with a man submitting to a woman's authority. That's what it means. It means that a woman has to submit, even as how she submits in her marriage and submits to Christ. Even in the church, she has to submit to the government and the authority of a pastor. So a pastor cannot be in a church and allow 
females to lead the church, to be the head, to call the decisions, to do this and to do that. That's what it means. But both genders are twisting it. You know, they, the, the men are saying that we should keep quiet and women are believing that they should not get up and speak the word of God. That even though we are, they have a calling on their lives, they are afraid that they cannot speak. It, it is not like that. It means that when we are in a, 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 um, a building, when in the church, we should not give authority and tell the pastor how this should go and that should go. Right? We should not push authority and gain power over over the leading of the of that pastor so the bible says that if a pastor cannot control or a bishop cannot control his home how will he thank you holy spirit how will he control the house of god so that's what it means thank you lord hey i love you thank you holy spirit so that's what it means it means that the pastor is the head of the church right just as how the husband is the head of the of the of the family the pastor is the head right the congregation right is the women like the, even the men right they have to submit to the ruler and the authority of the church so even the bible says that if a man if a bishop cannot control his family how will he control the the the, the church how will he control the church right because if he is failing in his home if he has a jezebel woman a jezebel wife at home he will he will not lead the the, the, the house of god with all power and authority right the word of god says that the bible says that if a if a man cannot control his family how will he control the church the house of god right so here in 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 second timothy um 11 verse 12 it says that a woman should learn in silence and in all subjection so we as women in the in the house of god we have to learn in silence we learn we don't spew out authority we don't push the pastors in the back and stand up and say that we are the pastor we govern the church we are the leader it does not say that and it says that and he, he says but i suffer not a woman to teach nor to give usurp means to take position so it means that we cannot teach a man in in the sense that in a church or in a in a body we cannot lead as you go in a in a in a setting where you see a man his we cannot teach them we cannot teach or lead them or put authority over them that's simple that so it says it's for a woman not to teach it means that we 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 can't really teach in 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 the scriptures because we are to be submissive to the man if we teach them that's why we that's why you always have man of god who are raised up because we have to submit to them right so when we as women are in the churches we cannot teach the pastor we cannot teach them that's the word of god even if they're in hell, we can gently say yes you know what i believe so and so and so but it doesn't mean that we should be teaching preaching and the pastor is at the back not taking care of the house of god just as though you cannot rule your your house 
you cannot rule your husband you cannot rule your pastors so any pastor you see where females authority is govern governing over his own something is wrong in that church something is wrong we can lead a, a, a church females we can lead our home how can we lead a church it is the word of God right we can lead a home how can we lead a church so you have um, women who control a, a big church right no it's not it's not in the Word of God it's not in the Word of God to control a church a big church to give authority and to do this and to do that where are the men in that building so if you have a church and you want to you have to raise you have to pray to God to raise up a man to come and take over that's how it is it doesn't matter how close you are to God it doesn't matter how or brilliant you are in interpreting the scriptures and 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 doing that it does not matter you cannot lead the word of you cannot lead a, a, a congregation women cannot lead a congregation and I'm a woman and I'm saying this but it is the truth it is the word of God right but that doesn't mean we should keep quiet that doesn't mean that that because the Bible said it means that we should not teach or lead over a man or teach a man what to say or teach him that this is the interpretation of the scriptures or teach him that it is this and it is that no it's not like that because the womb the Bible says that the woman was first deceived that means that there we have a, a, a shortcoming glory to God as women we have a shortcoming it is easier for us to be deceived than the men it is a shortcoming ladies right so he suffer us not to teach because it is we have a shortcoming we, we our gender was the one who fell right we were deceived so we have a shortcoming and we are most times emotional while men are 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 strong-willed and so they they represent and the body they represent the government and the authority of God so a woman cannot lead a church right cannot lead a church a woman cannot lead her home a woman cannot rule over a pastor and a woman cannot rule her, 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 her husbands we should submit to our husbands right that's what the Bible says so if you have the spirit in your home you have to know that you have to get rid of it men stand up and be men women <laughs> sit down if you're standing and submit all right submit yourself as how you submit to the Lord may God bless you